Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Being an Enthusiastic Follower of Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the precious name of Jesus. So thankful that you are so good to us. You love us so much. Father, we choose to live a life that glorifies you. And Father, to be obedient to correction when you show us things we need to do differently. Father, so we come hungry today for what you have for us. Ready to be a doer of your word. And we come with praise and thanksgiving in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, today we're going to talk about being an enthusiastic follower of Jesus. The Holy Spirit dropped this in my spirit after talking yesterday about being committed to God. We can't really be committed to God without enthusiasm for Him. And we can't really be enthusiastic about God if we're not too committed. It's like being half married. You either are or you're not. Have you ever heard the old saying that enthusiasm is contagious? Well, it really is. I get so excited about being around people that really love Jesus. They are enthusiastic to talk about Him. Then I'll get around people that say they are Christians and don't even want to talk about Jesus. It's like a topic they have no enthusiasm for, but they claim to be a Christian. So let's talk about being an enthusiastic follower of Jesus today. Let's start in Revelations 3.16 from the Amplified Bible. So because you are lukewarm, spiritually useless, and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth, rejecting you with disgust. Folks, that's Jesus talking there. We talked about this scripture yesterday, but it is a great example of the weaving of commitment and enthusiasm together. This verse says being lukewarm is being spiritually useless. Lukewarm commitment enthusiasm will lead to a bad end. This verse says that God rejects those with disgust. Could it be that some of our friends and family haven't come to Jesus yet because they don't see the on-fire commitment an enthusiasm level from us that they need to see to get excited about pursuing God? Ouch. If we don't often talk to our friends and family about Jesus, how would they see a commitment and enthusiasm level in us? Why would they be interested in pursuing God? Think about this, folks. We talk about things that we're enthused about. My college basketball team beat the number one ranked team in the nation last year, and you can bet I talked to a number of people about that game on their home court for days to come after that. I'm getting excited just talking about it. Well, people feel that enthusiasm level when we talk about something we're enthused about. There is nothing more important in the world to be enthused about than a God that sent his only son, Jesus, to be crucified, died, and then resurrected to pay the price for our sins. So if we could have the opportunity, he sent his very own son, right? He died, he resurrected, he paid the price for our sins so that we could have the opportunity to be with him in heaven forever. There is no sporting event or event in life 
that comes close to what God did for us. Let's all commit to increase our enthusiasm level and share this gospel like it should be shared. Now let's look at this this next verse and how it relates to enthusiasm. Colossians 3.23 in the Amplified. Whatever you do, whatever your tasks may be, work from the soul. That is, put in your very best effort as something done for the Lord and not for men. My friends, this verse applies to all that we do, including our work or job. I was thinking about my job and how recently I got enthused about a new product technology that would help a production facility nearby. I'm convinced that my level of enthusiasm for the new technology was the most important reason they decided to pursue looking into trying this new technology. If I would have been ho-hum about it, we wouldn't have gone anywhere with that project. We can't fake enthusiasm. People can tell if we're truly excited. So for God, how can we not be enthused if we're doing any given thing for God, which this verse states, and not to be excited about what we are talking about, what we're doing. We're working for the creator of the universe, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, the one that spoke light be and light was. That is who we're serving and working for in the kingdom, praise God. Now let's talk about enthusiasm and giving. 2 Corinthians 9, verses 6 through 8. The cheerful giver. But this I say, who he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will reap bountifully. Verse 7. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Folks, being cheerful also ties in closely with being enthusiastic and committed to God. Think about this. All of our money is God's, 100% of it. He told us to give him back 10% of his money, the tithe, and keep 90%. Out of the 90% of God's money that we still have, We can be a steward of and should be and are called to be. We can give offerings of God's money and be a further blessing to the kingdom. But you see, without enthusiasm for God, we're not going to look at it that way. Verse 8, And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. Friends, this is God's sowing and reaping principle. When we tithe in obedience to God's word and give offerings in obedience, he blesses us back. If we walk in faith and not doubt and unbelief or kick up our seeds with the wrong words. Let's read that scripture in the Amplified Bible. Now remember this, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows generously, that blessing may come to others, will also reap generously and be blessed. Let each one give thoughtfully and with purpose, just as he has decided in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver and delights in the one whose heart is in his gift. 
And God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come in abundance to you so that you, you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in him and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. Folks, this is the opposite of what the world teaches, to save, save, save. God teaches to give, give, give. Not just with money, but including money. And these verses clearly show that when we are an enthusiastic tither and giver, that God will bless us back. Again, verse 8 says that God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come in abundance to you so that you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything being completely self-sufficient in him and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. Wow, folks, our God is so awesome. There's an old church hymn with the lyrics, Given it shall be given, given in Jesus' name. Then the lyrics later say, The Lord will bring it all back to you. That is how God works. We give his money away in tithes and offerings, and he gives us his money back. We give our time to help others. He gives us time back. We enthusiastically give our love to others, and we reap love back. Praise God. Let's finish today in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18. Rejoice always and delight in your faith. My friends, an enthusiastic Christian will rejoice and delight in God and His plans. 17. Be unceasingly and persistent in prayer. Folks, enthusiasm for God comes with an expectation that God will answer our prayers. 18. In every situation, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful and continually give thanks to God, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. My friends, no matter what the situation or circumstances, we are to be thankful to God. If we ever have a day that we don't feel thankful, maybe it's been a bad day. Well, let's stop and say, God, thank you that I'm not going to hell. I'm going to heaven because I'm born again. I'm saved. I'm bathed in the precious blood of Jesus. I have an eternity in heaven to look forward to, praise God. Folks, how can we not be enthusiastic if we keep our focus on Jesus and not our circumstances? Let's pray. Father, we repent when we haven't been as enthusiastic and committed as you would like us for us to be and have asked for us to be in your word, Father. We thank you this is a new day, Father, and we choose tomorrow to be more enthusiastic and more committed for you, and the next day even more and so on, Father, till Jesus comes back. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. You can contact us by phone at 812-449-8147. We sure love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.